Welcome to NaNoWriMo Daily Log Entry for day number 11. I'm Tom, a guy that lives in Brighton and likes writing, and although I made the word counts today, I'm just hitting that hideous part of my story. I have a couple more scenes in the bank that I know I need to write, and that will take enough words to hit tomorrow's target. But after that, I've got nothing. I spent some time today trying to reorder what I've written so far into a sensible story. I've got around 10 chapters written, maybe 12, so I've got either 14 or 12 more to write. I need something new and big to happen that I haven't thought of yet to get me into a few more scenes. I do have about a three-day word count buffer to use up, and even after that, so even if I did nothing for three days, I'd still be on target to hit the 50,000. NaNoWriMo Daily Log Entry for Day 11. This is my progress today. I wrote 1,731 words today. That's on point. To be honest, I petered out once I'd hit the target. I did it in a combination of a few short word sprints and then a slightly longer, more thoughtful uh, session. I really need to try and get the scenes organised. It's not just a matter of moving them around and putting one before another, but um, some have to slip forward and back in time, and that means more rewrites. It also means I've got to keep chopping information from one scene to another without really changing the actions. For example, I moved a scene where a main character is injured. I moved that scene forward in time, as it's quite climactic and I didn't want it happening earlier in the in the story. But that meant another scene where the other main character goes to visit a dangerous priestess to ask her for a remedy for the injury that happened. Well, that didn't make sense anymore because the injury hadn't happened. And also, in that scene, that dangerous priestess sows some seeds for requesting help from um, a couple of peregrine falcons. But that also is now happening before the moved injury scene, so I've got to kind of rethink how can I get that information out after I've slipped things forwards in time. It's been quite hard untangling everything and then retangling it up so it flows nicely. High points. Hitting the word target. That's it. And also forcing myself to do a bit of reorganisation. Low points. It's very easy for me to procrastinate when the task is untangling a messed up plot. I'm tracking the chapters, which contain scenes, in a simple table. I have half filled the table, and that means I've still got half the chapters to plan and write. I do have ideas for some of them, so it's not a terrible position, but those ideas are more like the finale, and not the sagging, soggy, or at least slightly damp middle that is uh, coming up in the next few days. In these stories, there's always a point where the events get too big for the two main characters to handle. At this point, what happens is they recruit the Green Hands gang members, who are generally my actual children, who I write into the story, and any other kids that happen to be listening or following along with us. Then, that whole group, that whole gang, solves part of the mystery before the main characters finish the lot off. I've not yet quite worked out how that whole piece is going to work yet with this kind of um, group of uh, children coming together. But once I do, that'll be great. 
then I'll be feeling good about the story, and until then, it's a bit uncomfortable. An excerpt from today. The two children turned around slowly to find the back of the lift was actually another door. A door that was smoothly parting to reveal an impenetrable mist. Jenny leaned forward to try and get a better view. It was an eerie feeling, not being able to see anything but wisps of white drifting slowly across the open doorway. "'You think this is where the peregrine falcons are?' she asked, a slight hitch in her voice. "'Let's see,' James said, shuffling his feet to the very edge of the lift floor. "'There must be a hallway or roof or some kind of platform out here.' He tentatively pushed a toe over the edge and probed left and right. Then he moved to the other side of the new door and tried the same thing. I can't feel anything. Perhaps there's a bit of a step down. And perhaps there's a sheer drop, Jenny said. I don't think I like this at all. I'm sure there's a step, James said confidently. But he didn't move. Not only could Jenny not see anything, but there was no sound either. The mist totally sucked up any noise of the town below and absorbed it completely. That was, if there even was a town below them. A thin strand of white meandered into the lift, gently brushing Jenny's cheek with an icy breath before dispersing. She shivered. At the same time, the mist cleared a little, parting slightly on the back of a languid eddy, enough to make out a metal railing a few metres away. "'I can jump to that,' James said, taking a step back from the edge, muscles tightening in anticipation of action. "'If there's a railing, there must be a walkway, or the edge of the roof.' But there was something about the silence and the touch of the cold mist that made Jenny uncertain of anything at all. She kept her grip on James's arm and felt him relax.' All right. Well, uh, that's it for me today.